702. The Africa Report with Crystal Alderson. This Africa Report is brought to you by South African Airways. And welcome back, Crystal Alderson. Good morning. Are you well? Good morning, Bongani. Good to be with you as always on a Wednesday. Well, let's start with uh, Tunisia, the so-called home of the Arab Spring, wasn't it? Uh, Tabombeki was reminding us about that just the yes. other day. Now, their president, uh, the Tunisian president, asking for a new constitution that's going to give him unlimited powers. I mean, that spring has turned into a winter. Absolutely, Bungane. And I actually thought of Mbeki's comments and looking back at what's happening in Tunisia, because, of course, in 2011, this is where it all started. Um, and what's quite interesting, Bungane, I mean, I've visited Tunisia quite, uh, you know, a few times uh, before the Arab Spring. Um, and, of course, it was, you know, co- complete kind of dictatorship. I remember security following me wherever I walked in Tunis. And so it is quite interesting how from that kind of Arab Spring, um, you know, complete open openness, you know, protest, etc., to what it's now, you know, this, um, you know, president having this election. And in fact, 90% came out to vote in favor of him. So it means he now has unlimited power. He fired parliament. Um, he's going to decide Gosh. the rules. And only 30% of Tunisians actually came out to vote. So on the one hand, people are saying they're up in arms, what's happened. But on the other hand, Bongani, he they has support. Vote. But he also has support. because Well, he's got support of the 30%. Percent, exactly. And that right? 30% is saying we need a strong leader, we need someone who's going to steer the country in the right direction, who's going to create jobs and bring some stability. And so I, it's always interesting and fascinating in the North African example, Bongani, of how you had this arrow spring, not only in Tunisia, and now they're reversing all those gains and going back to a one-man rule who will make the decisions, who will decide what they do and will be, you know, will have no accountability to anyone. It's always a fascinating discussion, right, around the irrational choices Mm. voters can sometimes make and whether or not, in fact, uh, the model of democracy that we have all been pushing for based on Western values is necessarily the best way forward. Absolutely, Mungan. And also, what do we define as irrational? You know, if we look at the recent local government elections here in South Africa, I mean, the ANC won in a lot of those wards. So, that's, that's perhaps not even the best example. I mean, if you think of what the Americans have yeah, been doing absolutely. of late, there we go. right? Uh, and now, as you say, giving unfettered power having had a kind of revolution not too long ago. It just really makes you shake your head. All right, here we go. Let's talk entertainment now. South African and other African artists gaining popularity. Superstars like Beyonce are noticing. Yes, Bungani. So my brother who's in the States and he's quite you know active in the African-American community, he alerted to me that the talk in Washington and Baltimore is like how African artists and there's some South African artists blowing up, you know, Beyonce, own some of the art um, Jay-Z Oprah oh, this, so, oh right we're talking fine art not, not entertainment uh, no, but paintings paintings yes yeah. you know and so it's fascinating so firstly no one's writing about it because you know it's all you send your dealer scout Johannesburg, scout Cape Town and get the artwork. So, you know, what we do know is that Solange, for instance, was yeah. when she was here, she bought artwork for her sister. Um, and big art houses, you know, they now have special African sections where they're showcasing South African artists and, of course, 
Nigerian, Senegalese, Ethiopian, Cameroonian artist. So I think there's a parallel system happening. There's the official where Sotheby, you know, created the space, they can give you the percentage and the money. But then I think there's also the other way of popular culture, looking what Instagram is doing, looking what the parties are happening yeah. and buying art from young artists. So I think it's quite fascinating. Um, I'm quite interested in, you know, further finding out because of course we know it's the big names Irma Stern, Pirniev, Sokuto that's you know that's the big ones but I think there's younger fascinating artists Bongani that's just underground they're doing their work and they're making money So how many Makamas do you have? <laughs> Crystal Alderson <laughs> will leave it there for this Wednesday's Africa Report